What's up, guys? Here we go. Welcome, everybody. Is everything good? So, today I want to talk about how to develop unlimited sexual stamina as a man. This is one of the essences of sexual kung fu. Which is developing our ejaculation control, our ability to go for hours if you want. So the first question is, why is why don't you already have unlimited sexual stamina? If you don't, we're going we're to break this down. We're going to break this down. What's preventing? you from having unlimited sexual stamina, how you can build it, what's causing premature ejaculation and other issues. And we're going to talk about like non-ejaculatory orgasms, um, the different dynamic of finishing sex without ejaculating and why that's beneficial and some other things too. Ooh, of course, of course. So here's the thing, guys. Men were not set up to be successful in the modern world, especially when it comes to sex. Porn conditioning, media, our education system, Hollywood, set us up to fail. Set us up to be basically slaves to our sex drive. We were conditioned to experience a stress-based response to sexual arousal. We were conditioned to only experience a very fleeting, limited experience of sex and sexual pleasure and orgasm. And one that actually depletes us of energy. And a lot of men, you know... Our masculine qualities get beaten out of us at a young age. Leadership, confidence, assertive nature, decisiveness, and we get turned into timid, depressed, self-doubting people pleasers, basically. And one of the biggest things to understand here is that most of us develop a shame-based experience of sexuality, of, of sexual pleasure, and our bodies. I've talked about this a lot, but you know, there's all this. Uh, this we're told that this part of our body's dirty. You know, don't touch it. Don't you dare put your hand down there, little Johnny. And what does this do to our psyche? We say this is dirty. This is wrong. And so it develops a split in our psyche. And during sex, we often experience again the shame comes out, and. Men often get also often get stuck in this dynamic of being a people pleaser, being concerned about making those around you, you know, like you basically. And this really comes out in sex as well, because often men who are premature ejaculators are very concerned about what their partner thinks about them. And they're especially, you know, terrified of like displeasing their partner by not lasting long enough. But that worry is enough to create it to happen. So basically, a lot of men. I did this myself, program themselves to have a stress response to sexual stimulation and arousal, a fight or flight response, which means basically that your your nervous system is overactive, sympathetic nervous system is dominating, and your energy flow is blocked. Your energy is not flowing freely. Your nervous system and nervous system is all bound up. You're tense. Tension response. And ejaculation is part of that tension response. Physiologically, the ejaculation function is part of your sympathetic nervous system. Fight or flight kicks in, 
you ejaculate. It's a tension response, basically. And so your nervous system's all fucked up, and chi is not flowing freely through your body. Your energy's bound up. This means that your sexual arousal, your sexual energy, that that excited, sexy, orgasmic energy is not able to flow freely through your body. So basically what's happening when a man's becoming excited sexually, the energy, the sexual energy is building up in the genitals. It creates pressure. Have you ever felt that? We all have. So eventually that, that pressure builds up and it has to go somewhere. It reaches its maximum capacity. The, the pelvis, the pelvic floor can only hold so much pressure and eventually it has to release and most men release outwardly in an ejaculatory orgasm quite quickly because when you're, again, because of the stressors of modern world, being stuck in your head all the time, worrying about what people think, all these things, it puts you in a constant stress response. And of course, you're going to be right at the edge of ejaculating. So there's basically, there's no more space. There's no more capacity in your body to hold more arousal, to hold, hold more sensation, to hold more pleasure. So you ejaculate it out. It's like a balloon pops. So the whole thing here is we want to upgrade the body, so to speak, and upgrade the nervous system to handle a higher charge of sexual excitement and arousal. And a big part of this is physio uh, psychological as well. A lot of men have premature ejaculation simply because they're concerned about it. Because again, they get into the sexual dynamic, they get performance anxiety, they get timid, they get into their heads, they go into a basically a, this contraction, this tension response. And, and of course, it's also partially, there's a lot of physiological aspects of premature ejaculation as well. And the biggest thing here is basically your nervous system is overactive, you're in sympathetic nervous system. And this, the psychological, the physical, all these things are related. And so the average man lasts four minutes during sex before ejaculating. Most women take 13 to 20 minutes to reach orgasm, sometimes longer. And so kind of the typical thing here is there's a miss, uh, uh, there's a gap. There's a sexual gap between men and women often. And of course, there's, you know, many different sexual orientations as well. And those have their own dynamics. But um, a lot of men feel stuck in their life because of this. They, they aren't having the kind of sex that they want. And it, it leads this like, it's kind of a burden on you. You know what I mean? It, it, it becomes this constant like unfulfillment and you try to compensate in other ways. But what often happens is you turn to addictive outlets again, because you're co so concerned about pleasing others, people pleasing habits, trying to please your partner, trying to please make sure everyone else likes you living in constant stress, never really finding fulfillment, not really owning your your masculine presence, your masculine drive and leadership and ability to, to lead the situation. And it turns a lot of men into addicts. They just kind of give up. So, okay, that's, that's kind of the, you know, the background. What's the good news here? The good news is any man can have unlimited sexual stamina. You just have to understand, again, what's preventing it in the first place and how do we change these dynamics? 
the first thing is the breath. And if, you, you pro- if you've been following me at all, you've heard me talk about this, but it, it's so important because the breath is a link between your mind, your body, you know, and your nervous system. And whenever you're tensing up, when you're going into worry, going into, uh-oh, am I going to come? You go up, up into your head, you're thinking, your heart rate increases, you tense up, the breath gets high in the chest. So when we simply breathe, allow yourself to breathe, breathe properly, breathe from the belly, breathe from deep in the pelvic floor. Ah, exhale, ah, make some sound, mm, opens things up. And constantly keeping that breathing going creates space. It creates flow, it creates fluidity in your mind and your body. And it also gives you something to focus on. We'll come back to that. It's, it's the most obvious but most important thing. When you can keep your breathing full and deep during sex, you will stay more in the parasympathetic nervous system, more calm. This is the whole, basically one of the biggest things to ejaculation control is how do you stay calm and grounded? And that doesn't mean like calm, like you have to, you know, be sitting in a medit, be like a Zen Buddha master. Like you can be having vigorous sex. You can be fucking your partner's brains out, but still be calm and grounded energetically. Mentally, nervous system, physiologically. And so breath is the first thing. Keep your breath smooth and deep. Breathe into the pleasure. Breathe into the excitement. Breathe into it. I mean, that's an easy thing to stay focused on. The second thing, and this is really important, and and these things are related that I'm going to be sharing, but pelvic floor relaxation. This is the thing I'm a huge proponent of. Because I got trained the opposite. I got trained to squeeze my pelvic floor and keep it tight during sex, which triggers your sympathetic nervous system, triggers the fight or flight response, that tension in the pelvic floor. This is a there's a lot of nerves relating to connecting to the sympathetic nervous system in those in that pelvic floor muscle group. And when you squeeze, it creates this rising of energy, this fight or flight. And this is an area that most men hold stress and tension, the pelvic floor. And what most men don't realize is that they're essentially already doing a Kegel all day. They're squeezing the pelvic floor muscles and they think they don't realize this. And so this pattern of constant tension keeps your nervous system in that fight or flight state and you ejaculate quickly, typically. That one of the main causes of premature ejaculation is pelvic floor hypertension, which usually has its roots in stress response, being in like self-doubt, worrying, mental patterns. So there's there's many ways to go go about this, right? It's like if you can overcome the the self-doubt and the worry and the anxiety about, around sex, like your body will relax. You probably won't have the stress response, but it's often easier to focus on releasing the physical constrictions, and you'll find that your mental constrictions start to free up as well. So basically focus on keeping your pelvic floor relaxed during sex. And it's good to practice these things on your own first. Practice breathing, practice keeping your pelvic floor relaxed during self-stimulation to see how you can do it, to practice it. That way it's not like a brand new thing when you just try to integrate it during sex and just doesn't work out so well. So keep your pelvic floor relaxed. When you can keep your pelvic floor completely relaxed during sex, you can be going to pound town, baby. You can be going as hard as you want and you won't ejaculate because ejaculation requires that tension to build up in the pelvic floor. That's what an ejaculation is, is this 
tension building up in your pelvic floor, the nerves connecting from the penis to the prostate area, starting to squeeze, starting to squeeze, starting to squeeze. Once it hits the maximum point, that's when ejaculation happens. So if you don't have that buildup of tension in the pelvic floor, you won't ejaculate. There's so so the the deep breathing helps you keep your pelvic floor relaxed. You can practice by breathing deep into your pelvic floor. Feel it bulge out a little bit with the breath. Keep it deep, baby. Breathe deep. Yeah. And something else I want to share here. There's a way that you can actually, because it is difficult initially to release that pelvic floor tension. And there's a a technique that I've been, I, le- I learned it from kind of an obscure teacher many years ago, and I've been practicing and refining on my own. And I'm now teaching it in my, my brand new course, Sex God. Uh, it's, it's a little more advanced. You need more foundations. But basically, there's a certain engagement, a physical engagement, where you kind of squeeze a muscle. It's not the pelvic floor. And this redirects the tension that would otherwise be involuntarily contracting in your pelvic floor. You redirect it, and it actually goes in a different pathway in your body so that you redirect the pleasure and the, the tension response to a parasympathetic circuit. So basically, you can, you're building up a full-body pleasure in response to sexual stimulation instead of a build-up to ejaculation. So again, I, I teach that technique in my sex god course, but just kind of plant the seed because it's, it's possible. And then the other thing, so we have breath, pelvic floor relaxation, energy circulation. And this is really the heart of sexual kung fu is energy circulation practices because our body is energetic in nature. And coming back to what I just said, what, the buildup to ejaculatory orgasm is all this pressure in the genitals, in the pelvic floor, and it has to be released. Sticky sneeze out the penis. That's <laughs> that's the release for most men. When you open your energy channels, your body, specifically the microcosmic orbit, there's other pathways you can work with too, but this is the easiest one to work with. The microcosmic orbit up the back, the body down the front, main energy channel. You have a new pathway. So basically, things are getting hot, they're getting heavy, and you use the internal practices to, it's like releasing steam, like a steam valve. You release the pressure from your pelvic floor, from your genitals, up through the microcosmic orbit. So this sexual energy, this buildup to arousal, it's now spreading through your entire body. So instead of just your genitals, your pelvic area uh, being the container for pleasure and tension, your whole body now becomes the container for that sensation. So you can hold like a hundred times more. And that that's, that's from, from everything I've learned, that's the most efficient. When you get good at this, basically just releasing the pressure by circulating your sexual energy through the rest of your body, your pleasure spreading through your whole nervous system instead of just the genitals. That's when you have, you know, sex God level stamina. It doesn't matter. You can have sex as long as you want. You can go for hours and Builds up, it builds up. Oh, let's just release a little bit. Ah, there we go. Now I can, and and ideally, you're just constantly releasing the excess through the orbit, circulating it through your body as you're having sex, as you're experiencing tremendous pleasure, which is spreading through your whole body, and you can sustain it. So these things, focusing on your breath, focusing on your pelvic floor relaxation, focusing on energetic circulation, these give you a way to increase your presence. Because this is what, men who are premature ejaculators usually lack. They lack presence. Or just in general, like like feeling, you know, even if you don't have premature ejaculation, but maybe you just, you know, sex becomes a bit boring. You, you're not having incredible orgasmic experiences. You're not feeling deep pleasure and intimacy with your partner. There's usually a lack of, of presence. You're thinking about other things. You're 
your body's kind of shut down with stress. So focusing on these things helps you stay present in the moment and with what is, which is one of the keys to full body states of orgasm. Because here's the thing, for example, the breath, keeping your breath consistent, keeping it deep, keeping it going. Uh, that's one of the main feedback tools of how present you are. Because as soon as you start thinking about things, worrying, uh-oh, am I going to come? Uh-oh, I don't want to embarrass myself. Uh-oh, you've lost your presence. You've gone off in the monkey mind. And usually what happens is you forget about your breathing as well. And so the whole thing is maintaining your presence. You you have to have that focus because here's the thing. The modern world is so distracting. You know, we're used to like scrolling thing to thing on our phone, overwhelmed, you know, dopamine hit after dopamine hit. People are losing their attention span. They're losing their ability to focus to do one thing for a period of time. So these tools, that's why this is sexual kung fu. Kung fu is skill attained through training. It's hard work and discipline over and over and over. And you know what? You start to practice this stuff, you get pretty good at it. Like anything, you just have to practice. This is the whole thing. Any man can become a sex god. You just have to train because you trained yourself to have whatever react, whatever response your body has to sex and arousal right now. You trained probably through masturbation, probably through, you know, maybe sitting in front of the computer jerking off to porn, whatever it is, you created that. So now it's your opportunity to create something new. And so how this ties into ultimately transitioning to a non-ejaculatory experience of sex. And this is the big game changer because most men, again, we're programmed to associate sex with ejaculation, orgasm with ejaculation. And so that becomes one of our main focal points during sex. Like that's what it was for me in my early 20s, you know, my teenage years. It was just all about the ejaculation. And I was basically missing out on everything else that was happening. I wasn't enjoying it like I could have been because I was like, okay, this feels good. But like, when, when am I going to get that ejaculation, get that five-second sticky sneeze? It's over in five seconds. It's it's gone like that. And it's like, well, shit, now what? Well, I'll wait a day or two and I can do it again. But it's just so limiting, ultimately. And not to mention the refractory period. Hormones are low. Yeah, Derek Jones is saying all porn ends that way. The 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 C shot, the money shot. Yeah. We're it's like it's like that's it. That's what it's all about. In porn, it's like, oh, it's all about that, just blowing that load all over the place. But again, that's so we we become so fixated on that. And when this is no longer your dynamic during sex, when you are no longer, when you have no intention of ejaculating, no desire to ejaculate, all of a sudden, sex becomes 10 times more intimate, more pleasurable, because it, it's just about what is happening in the now. There's no end goal. You're not trying to ejaculate. And I don't even recommend that you try to have an orgasm. You just simply enjoy what you're feeling enjoy feeling the arousal spread throughout your body feel the sexual energy move throughout your body it, it fills you up and you feel charged up because sex is creating a powerful charge of energy powerful charge of energy we we all feel this the problem is that as a man when you ejaculate you're losing that charge it's gone and it's it depletes you over time so by drawing your sexual energy basically through your microcosmic orbit, storing the energy in your body, 
exchanging energy with your partner. You're absorbing your partner's energy. They're absorbing yours. You store it in your body. You capture that charge and you feel charged up. And you know, the, there's the stereotype, the man finishes sex, rolls over, falls asleep, starts snoring. That doesn't happen with non-ejaculatory sex. You want to like lift weights and like create art, go run a mile. You want, you want to move your body and you want to create things. You have this creative driving energy. You want to be productive. And when you're doing that every day, you're running, you're, you're increasing your energy. You're increasing your creative energy instead of depleting yourself. And it's just, it's a night and day experience of, of life. And this is what, because here's the thing, men become basically docile, couch ridden, unambitious, just letting life control them instead of them creating their life because they're functioning depletion. When that happens, you're functioning depletion. There's no drive anymore. There's no like excitement. There's no discipline. It's just over. So when you were building your energy back up by no longer throwing it down the, the drain, throwing into that crusty tissue every day, it starts to build your masculine energy. Your hormone levels improve. Your endocrine system improves. You experience dramatically improved energy levels, motivation, drive, mood. You just feel good. You feel driven in life. It's, it's how you're supposed to feel. But most people are depleted. So basically, to, and, and here's the thing. A lot of men are like, when they hear about non-ejaculatory sex, like, that must be horrible. It must be horrible. It sounds uncomfortable and blue balls. Yeah, you must prepare your body for this. It's like if you think of your your energetic system, like an electrical system. If you're going to run, if you're going, if you're going to increase your energy level, increase your voltage, store high levels of sexual energy in the body, start building up this energy through cultivation. You have to upgrade your nervous system in your body, your your energy channels. That's why sexual kung fu. It's 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 cultivation. That's why you must learn qigong. You must learn breath work, meditation practices. You must learn to open the energy channels, circulate your chi. And then you have more space to hold this sexual energy and refine it in your body with practice. And when that's happening, that's when non-ejaculatory sex becomes effortless. That's when it becomes more enjoyable. And here's the thing. It, if you just, like if you're hooked on ejaculating all the time now, if you simply say, okay, if, if I can at least not ejaculate during sex more times than I am ejaculating, that's a good start. Because that's how I started. It was like, okay, I'm going to try this non-ejaculatory sex thing because I wanted to learn how to have non-ejaculatory orgasms. And what I found was that even if I wasn't having an orgasm, by not ejaculating, I had that you know, just that juiciness of sexual energy, the, the arousal generated. It stayed in my body. And it, I felt charged up for the rest of the day. For days afterwards, instead of feeling depleted, I felt so much better by not ejaculating that I naturally lost the desire to ejaculate. And that's just it's, it's what happens when you do this work. And ultimately, having sex in this way, where you're moving the energy through your channels, you're, you're deeply present with everything that's happening, sex becomes one long orgasm. That's how it feels. It, 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 it becomes deeply pleasurable, deeply erotic, because you're, you're sustaining it, you're drawing it out, and you're enjoying it fully every single moment. You're not trying to get anywhere that you're not. You're simply enjoying what is and absorbing into it deeper. It becomes like a meditation. It's truly it's tantra. 
it's a it's an intertwining and it's, it's fucking powerful you can have these cosmic orgasmic experiences it's another thing is like as you're circulating this energy through your body instead of this build up happening in the genitals now it's building up through your whole body especially something that happens is your higher energy centers you know the upper dantian the niwan the third eye start to open up and you can have these spontaneous share an experience i had you know i was getting hot and heavy making love to my my woman and at first i felt this build up in the belly it's like a butterfly's feeling and and then it started to spread up my central channel up to my chest and it you know that the feeling in your penis like when you're getting close to ejaculating that that sweet itch that sweet like deep like oh it's coming i felt that but it was in my whole body felt it in my heart felt it Oh, it started to go up into my head and it started to feel like something was shooting out the crown of my head like an ejaculation. It felt like my whole body was a penis and then my consciousness just like exploded beyond the planet into the stars. You know, it sounds like some like hippie shit, but like I was I was becoming one with the universe, man, but it was powerful. So this is what happens when you're doing this this type of non-ejaculatory sex. So again, basically This is the secret to unlimited sexual stamina is get out of your head during sex. Don't think about, am I going to come? Don't when you're in a state of worry, you're going to be in that fight or flight response and you're stuck with tension. It's game over. So you use the tools, the sexual Kung Fu practice to keep your mind present in the moment, to keep your energy balanced and flowing through your body. And Basically, it's it's about being completely in the present moment, keep managing the buildup of sexual energy so it's not overwhelming your genitals, moving through the body, breathing, staying relaxed, circulating the energy. It takes practice, but you practice at it, you get better, and then you become a sex god. So I see a bunch of questions. I'm going to get you guys' questions here in a second. But something I want to mention is that... Um, if you want to, if you're really interested in learning this stuff, going all the way, my brand new course, Sex God, is open for registration. I'm, I'm super excited about this brand new course. First people going through it right now can be you. Um, it's op registration's open right now. There's a link on this video on YouTube. There's a link in my Instagram bio, and it's uh, registration closes tomorrow night at midnight Eastern time, so 9, 9 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow night. So you have till. Uh, you have just over 24 hours to get into that, like 36 hours right now. So check that out. Just a quick overview of what's going to be in the course. Um, it's it's a 12-month course, the most in-depth program I've created. Um, you're gonna so so there's different things it focuses on. First one is sex gun mindset. You're gonna learn how to clear the old stories, the people-pleasing habits, uh, clear negative emotions, personality restrictions. You know, most of us are like wearing masks. Just trying to you know please other people making ourselves smaller it's holding you back it's holding your energy back so you're gonna learn how to clear these things and get comfortable expressing yourself get clear on your life's mission and gain the confidence to be the person you want to be and guys this whole you're gonna learn things to help you stay calm and grounded in your masculine power even in challenging situations there's going to be uh, energy circulation, energy cultivation practices. You'll learn how to get high naturally 24 seven with an energetic based practice. And you basically, you're going to learn some powerful Qigong practice. You're going to learn how to build your chi, circulate through the body and have a daily practice that supports that. So you, you feel high every day and build your energy over time. Um, 
you're going to learn the sexual practices, you learn how to fuck like a god in any sex position. I'm going to break down different sex positions, the energetics, the physical things you need to do to maintain yourself, to control your ejaculation and create maximum pleasure for yourself and your partner. Uh, you'll learn the uh, how to what I was talking about, how to create and store a powerful charge of sexual energy during sex and experience non-ejaculatory orgasms, full body states of orgasm over and over without ejaculating. And you're also going to learn how to how to touch a woman's body, give her powerful internal orgasms that will blow her mind. Um, there's going to be self-pleasure practices because I think this is an important thing is, first of all, you need to release all the shame around sexuality, around your own body before you, you know, to be a good lover, you must be a good lover of yourself. So you're going to learn self-pleasure practices that transition you from a basically having an impulsive stress-based response and addictive uh, aspect of masturbation and create a new sexual container, basically, of holding maximum arousal in your body, holding massive levels of pleasure, creating self-love and embodied pleasure. Um, and you'll learn to experience non-ejaculatory orgasm. So you start on your own, just learning to redevelop this relationship with your body, le learning to create a new response to sexual uh, arousal. And there's also going to be polarity practices you're going to learn. So um, you learn how to create powerful desire in your partner by holding your strong masculine presence. It's a lot of, we, we weren't taught how to do this. We were, men were not taught how to hold their masculine presence. And that kills the desire and attraction in long-term relationships. Uh, you're going to learn how to activate your voice and your masculine power to create the sex life you desire and stop falling into the nice guy trap of having sexless, passionless relationship patterns. So all this is in the course. Find more information in the uh, description, this YouTube video, Instagram bio. Again, registrations open until 9 p.m. or midnight Eastern tomorrow night. So check that out. All the information is there. And uh, yeah, it's going to change your life. This is I'm stoked about this course. Basically, you become a sex god, have amazing sex, have non-ejaculatory orgasms, become a masculine, freely expressive person. It's going to change your life. All right, let me grab my 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 roasted dandelion root coffee, and I'll I'll check in the, the question box here. See what we got. So feel free to type in your questions. Unstruck says, what do you think of horny goat weed? This is a common herb, Chinese herb. It's a kidney yang tonifying herb. It also has a, uh, a compound in, I forget the name of it, Icarin, I think, which is similar to Vi Viagra, basically. It's a PD PDE5 inhibitor, so it helps blood to remain in the penis. So it's commonly sold and marketed as... Uh, helping to have better erections basically and to overcome erectile dysfunction. Uh, but it, and it's also a kidney yang tonic in Chinese medicine. Honestly, I never experienced like a huge difference from it. Personally, I've tried it, but you know, I also don't have too many complaints in that department as it is. So yeah, it has, it has a good track record though. So, you know, try it, whatever. Slugs and snails. What's up? Evian Lima, what's up?
Cub Dream says, hey, Jonathan, every time I reach on, on Instagram here, every time I reach day 15 or 20 on semen retention, I feel a lot of energy stored in my head. A weird headache, and it's hard for me to sleep. How can I move that energy and where to? Thanks. Practice Qigong. Uh, grounding. This is the thing. This is the common thing is um, as this energy starts to build, which it does. We are constantly overstimulated by the outside world, staring at phones, all these things, problem solving. The chi goes where the mind goes, the chi flows, you know, yi dao, chi dao. And when your energy is in your head all day, that's where your energy is going. When you're practicing scene retention, you have a lot more energy built up. And so the tendency is to get stuck in the head. This is very calm. This is just, you know, basically rising heart fire, liver fire, liver and heart chi usually up into the head often kind of magnified by sexual energy. So basically grounding. Um, in terms of practices, working with the microcosmic orbit, specifically the front channel, getting the descending energy flowing down, it really helps with this, which is more challenging because you can't really force the energy down. Um, you have to, it's more of like a letting go required. You know, it's the yin aspect. Zhan Zhuang practice, standing meditation really helped me improve my grounding. Um, I have a video of that on my YouTube channel, Zhan Zhuang, standing meditation, Qigong. That's good. And it brings me to a good point that uh, something you're going to get if you join the new Sex God course, there's a, a kind of a bonus course called Skillful Sleep Practices. Um, this contains different Shui Gong practices, uh, basically practices to help prepare for sleep that I use pretty much every night to fall asleep. They help you specifically get the energy out of the head, settle, relax your body to get a, a, a sound sleep. They're very, very helpful because when you're building up energy through these practices, yeah, it's... Uh, there, it's good to be able to settle it down and balance it. Master Gary Kleiman is here. I've been uh, studying Tai Chi and Nagong with, with Master Kleiman. He's the man based in Chicago. Feels a powerful healing work. Check out his uh, uh, emotional liposuction. I had a session earlier this year. Very, very powerful stuff. Master Kleiman's the man. Okay, Franz is asking, Does semen, can semen retention fix premature ejaculation? Yes and no. Because basically... Yes, in the sense that one aspect of, of premature ejaculation can be related to basically kidney qi deficiency in Chinese medicine, gene deficiency, um, towards where the lower body becomes very weak and just sexual control becomes very poor. And in that context, then building up your basically practicing scene retention will help to strengthen the kidney energy, which would fix, which would help that issue. But here's the other thing: when you're build, when you're no longer ejaculating, you have more sexual energy in the genitals. So it's, it's your genitals kind of become a loaded gun. This is a common thing. Like men come to me saying that like, I never had premature ejaculation. And then I started practicing semen retention or nofap. And now I'm like just a touch and I'm ejaculating. This is because, and I didn't experience this because I was training semen retention for me became a byproduct of my training. I was doing this stuff, you know, energy circulation, non-ejaculatory sex, 
sexual practices and I naturally lost my desire to ejaculate. Um, but when you're just, when you just stop ejaculating and you're not like basically circulating that energy, releasing the tension, giving it somewhere else to move to, then it's just a loaded gun and just a pressure cooker down there. That's why sexual Kung Fu is all about keeping this energy circulating through your body. So when you're doing that, then that you'll be, you'll be good basically. King Imperium, Calvin, what's up? Yes, no more, Mr. Nice Guy. Awesome. Thank you, Derek Jones. I forwarded my YouTube to a friend. Yeah, if you, I'm sure everyone has a friend who needs this work, so feel free to share. Every man needs this work. That's why I started doing this. It's like, fuck, someone's got to do it. Mayonnaise 7 says, what do you think is the best possible way to bypass urges on a mental level? Just don't do it. Just, okay, don't do it. You always have the choice. It's anytime you're like, choose to go sit on Pornhub and jerk off, it's a choice you made. You're always, you're constantly making that choice. Choose not to do it. And yeah, it feels uncomfortable. It feels like the difficult thing to do. Good. It's going to make you stronger. When you get, you know, when that becomes your primary uh, response to like whatever your mind says you it thinks you should do, if you just cave into everything you feel like doing, like no discipline, no discipline, and it's kind of the world in general right now, right? But when you simply say, oh, okay, there's that that desire, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to sit in the discomfort of not doing it for delayed gratification, and that's what makes you stronger. Slugs and Snails says, I had a non-ejaculatory orgasm once by mistake, and I thought there was something wrong with me. The challenge is, <laughs> the challenge is trying to change men's mindset, hundreds of years limited, one-track mind to sex, for sure. It's like anything, it's momentum, it's habit. Ejaculating during sex or masturbation, it's, it's a habit. It's a habit. So it's, you just have to start creating a new habit, which is going against the grain, it takes a lot of willpower in the beginning, but you keep doing it. You introduce something new and more beneficial that feels better overall. And, you know, eventually that becomes your natural response, your natural state. And, and something I've been, you know, really encouraging men recently is like, let go of your desire to orgasm at all. Like, almost like imagine you've never had an orgasm. You've never had an orgasm and every sexual experience is like the first one you've ever had. So then you have no expectations. You're not trying to get somewhere that you're not already at. You're not feeling disappointed from that. And you're able to just enjoy what is. And by absorbing and com being completely 100% present with what is without trying to change it, without trying to get somewhere else, paradoxically, that's 
actually what usually brings you to the, the full body orgasm states. Rohan RP says, when practicing, I could feel my PC muscles twitch. Does it, weak, does it weaken them during climax? I could see my sperm, my sperm would dribble out instead of shooting. Is this bad? Okay, I'm, a little context here would be important. I'm not sure exactly while practicing what and the PC muscles twitch. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what you're asking here. Rahul Joshi, my Instagram is, uh, thanks brother. My Instagram is Jonathan White SKF. I had to change my handle on Instagram uh, from sexual Kung Fu to, you know, Jonathan White SKF because my Instagram got taken down for like half a year from like January until like May or June, my Instagram was down. I'm getting censored all over the place on Instagram. So, you know, uh, yeah. Yep. Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started on the, the control system. Oh, it's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah. Don't get me started. It's all good. <laughs> you can't stop us. Big tech fucking tyrants. This virtual reality world created. Okay. Where are we at? Slugs and snails sign up. Excellent brother. I'm so, I'm excited for you. We have a new sex God. Watch out ladies. says, just sign up. You helped me since I've been watching you on YouTube. So time for me to commit and stop thinking about it. That's awesome. Yeah, this is something else I want to share is like, I share tons of free content. Like honestly, using all my free content, like if you really implement it, you can completely change your life and, and get far in the system. But like, you know, you have to organize it yourself. But here's the thing. When you like, like, invest in the program for example when you join the course like you're like you're paying money for it you're committing to it there's just a uh, there's just a whole another level of commitment people don't value free things it's just what it is um i'm sure i'm i'm teaching tons and tons of stuff for free on social media but i very very rarely rarely get like testimonials or stories from people from like working with that stuff but i'm always getting like incredible testimonials life-changing results from people who go through my programs and courses because you know what they paid for it. They're invested in it. It's just, it's just a high level of commitment. So it's like, you know, again, if you've been kind of working with this stuff for a while, but it's just very, very up and down and you haven't like, you know, dived in and taken the course, it's probably time. Step up your commitment and, you know, it's, it's going to create a dramatic transformation. It's creating a, it's creating a communication to the universe. Like, Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready to step it up and I'm committing to it all the way. So, you know, that's what's up. John the Dawn, excellent. Finally caught me live. I hope I hope it's not disappointing. Uh, 
Julian BJJ says, so if you want to last longer while having sex, you would prefer to relax the pelvic floor muscle. Thanks a lot. Yes. Um, I kind of got, you know, explain that in depth where the squeezing, it gives you the illusion of control. This was the first technique I learned. You know, I remember first, I mean, this has been over a decade ago hearing like, oh, you just do a ton of Kegels and you get the pelvic floor muscle so strong that you can just, just squeeze the life out of an ejaculation. You won't ejaculate. But like, it's not really how it works. So I thought like ejaculation control was like, how fucking strong is your pelvic floor? How tight can you squeeze it? But that actually has the exact opposite effect. Yes, technically you can stop an ejaculation from happening because squeezing really hard can override the, the uh, ejaculation from kicking in when you're right at the edge. However, there's a cost. Because what commonly happens is you would just end up having a retrograde ejaculation or it starts to fuck up your erections because once you get that tight squeezing, it's hard to release the tension from your pelvic floor. And now you're stuck in a tension response uh, that basically now that BC muscle, the pelvic floor muscles contracting in response to sexual stimulation. So it's keeping you right at the edge of ejaculation because your fight or flight nervous systems kicked on. That's what happens when you start squeezing it. So on a super shallow surface level, it can seem that like it's helping control ejaculation, but in reality, it's it's doing the exact opposite effect. Like once you play with deep relaxation of the pelvic floor during sexual stimulation, it's, it's a game changer. It's a complete game changer, and it's a process. Uh, that's again, that's a huge focus of like my my course is retraining out this involuntary tension response to sex, so that you you, you don't have to you don't it's. It's not about like, what do I do when I'm about to ejaculate to stop ejaculating? No, you should never reach that point in the first place, ideally. And that's what this work is really all about and helping you to do is, is instead of going this build up towards ejaculation, you go in a whole different direction. It's a full body buildup of just sustaining massive pleasure. And you don't even necessarily come close to ejaculating. Ariel Penguins is best Kung Fu exercise. Well, best sexual Kung Fu exercise. Um, it depends. It depends on the person. And there's no single best one because it's a system of cultivation. There's different qualities you need to train in your body, different things for different, you know. But in general, one of my favorite practices is Zhang Zhuang standing meditation Qigong because there's so much you can do within that. But in general, something like, you know, maybe an easy answer, uh, a more generic answer would be like something like the microcosmic orbit because it's, it, it, it helps you focus your mind, calm yourself, balances your energetic system, circulates your chi, and that's also the pathway you're going to use for moving the sexual energy through as well. So, yeah. Smoke Cloud says, lust is strongest late night and early morning. Be conscious of your decisions during those times. Long goodbye says, is going to hooker for some training a stupid idea? I mean, you know, whatever, just, it's 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 up to you, right? If you're cool with that, you know, definitely use protection. But um, I mean, there may, hey, there may be some validity to this. They're a professional. They're probably going to know a thing or two. So I, you could certainly learn from that. So that's, it's up to you. It's up to you. If you want to go that route, you know, that's, you know, more power to you. I remember someone asked me one time, they're like, 
do your programs come or maybe it was like my retreats or something. They're asking like, does it come with a, a training partner? I'm like, bro, like, no, no, it, it doesn't. You just here, here, or ship out a prostitute and you <laughs> sign up for the course. No, it's obviously not. Obviously not. <clears throat> Okay, print 2021 says, what do you think about vasectomy? Do you think it's cutting natural pathways? Um, it's interesting. Um, personally, I, would, I wouldn't I would get a vasectomy. I'm not really into like any unnatural alteration of the body, any like surgical procedure. Like, I don't really know. I've talked to a lot of men who've had them and they don't seem to notice any like significant difference. But I haven't really honestly talked to like anyone who's like super energetically sensitive who's had a vasectomy. So I don't know. I wouldn't do it myself, but you know. It definitely doesn't, you know, kill you. Jim Singh says, how do you recommend bringing these techniques into your relationship slash with your partner? Any best ways to discuss it? Yeah, I mean, this is something I talk about in my programs, but um, and then, you know, teach like direct, um, there's going to be partner practices and polarity practices in the new sex code course. But communication is definitely important. I mean, there's there's different things here because, first of all, just your own cultivation practice you can be doing and like without your partner really knowing. Um, not that I think you should like really try to keep it secret, but maybe it's like you know I don't know first time or you're you're having casual sex with someone and you don't really feel like explaining the whole thing. It can be done discreetly. When you get good at this, just you know they won't really know anything's different other than you're lasting for three hours and staying rock hard. <laughs> But just communication, like, um, you know, the, the common thing is like worrying about embarrassing yourself or displeasing others. But it's like, for me now, it's like, you know, just fucking throw it out. Just throw it all out there. It's like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm into. Like, because the thing is, is if they don't like it, do you want to be like, wouldn't you rather be with the person who likes it? You know what I mean? Like, um, so yeah, just communicate. Like, hey, I practice, I, like for, for me, the context was like, okay, you know, I practice yoga, practice qigong, meditation, and then there's a sexual practice, which is really just an extension of that. And you know what? It makes it way better because when I don't ejaculate, I actually experience way more pleasure. We can have sex for longer. I'm ready to go 24-7. There's more intimacy. It's just, it's obvious. It seems like an obvious benefit to me. You know what I mean? So just, you know, communicate about it. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Own it. You're doing it. Fucking own it. Okay, Julian's other question. Would you prefer to to breathe to your lower belly instead of through the thorax? Yeah, yeah. When I was talking about deep breathing, definitely ideally deep belly breathing. I forgot to to mention. I, I think I talk about this so many times that I just, you know, sometimes I'm like, I feel I, I feel like it doesn't need to be said, but I forget. Some of you may be hearing this for the first time. Belly breathing, chest breathing, no good. Fight or flight response. Belly breathing into the pelvic floor. Yeah. That's how you get that stamina. Thanks, John. The dawn smoke clouds. Eight says YouTube has shadow banned me from commenting on regular videos. I think my comments only show up during lives. Yeah, there's 
there's a weirdness on all social media stuff. Uh, it, it seems that sometimes if you guys comment or even like chatting here on lives, if there's like certain words, maybe like sexual words, they kind of get, um, it, it'll hide your chat. I think partially this may be because for a long time there was all, I just realized that this is, this finally stopped. There would be these like fake, basically like obviously like bots or like fake accounts just commenting on videos like, oh, check out my triple X video. Just like these weird porn sites or something. I don't know. There was, I was getting tons of comments like that on all my videos and I saw them all over YouTube. So maybe it's like to stop that kind of shit from happening. So yeah, if you're, if your comment isn't showing up here in the chat or if I haven't read it because I haven't seen it. So yeah. Spryam, Spryam, 95 says, I have experienced that when a woman reaches her orgasm in lovemaking, it triggers male orgasm as well. How to be in control in that moment? Yeah, that's a definite possibility. I noticed this as well. Because when a woman's orgasming, it's creating this strong, uh, it's creating like a vortex. It's just it's a powerful suction. It starts to suck to it. So it's just like everything else, you know, all <laughs> everything I've been talking about and every, all the ejaculation controls, I, techniques I I... I teach, um, especially apply here because it can be what, what I found to be helpful is, is simply what, so, so one day, one thing I noticed in myself was that when my, when I became aware of this, whenever my partner started to orgasm, like when I could tell she was about to orgasm, I would sometimes start getting a little bit in my head, like, uh Oh, this may make me orgasm. And then of course there's that thought, uh Oh, I might orgasm, which starts pulling you right towards it. So then I had to like really, uh, you know, suck my energy up or whatever back then. One time I actually sucked an orgasm out of her because I was drawing so hard, which I don't really use that approach so much now. Um, but what I do now is just like, just relax more, just like let go, you know, um, get your awareness out of your, out of your genitals, feel your, feel your arms, feel your head, just like expand your energy field, just fill up the whole room with your presence. And just like fully present with her, fully present with the room and just breathing. You know what I mean? It's just an extension of, of all the sexual Kung Fu training, really. Printer2021 says, why are there no penis enlargement practices in your program anymore? Well, because most of those practices are bullshit. Not in the sense they don't work, but because they're dangerous. Um, most of the, t you know, they either don't work or they're dangerous. And I used to teach some kind of the typical stuff you'll see that's in like, you know, Montauk Chia books or that most people teach when they're teaching, you know, natural penis enlargement techniques. They're actually quite dangerous. It turns out, um, I personally injured myself using them. And when I was realizing that they were, as soon as I realized that these were not safe, I immediately like stopped teaching them, took them off my programs and everything, uh, specifically like jelking, stupid not a good exercise for the penis. Good way to mangle your dick, blow your blood vessels, and potentially give yourself, you know, erection issues. Um, the stretching exercises, similar thing. Um, I actually did increase my length using them because I was, you know, when I was using them because people told me to and they were safe. I, I did get a little bit of length. It's possible. But what commonly apparently happens with this is that even if you do get some length built from these stretching exercises, you don't really get the like vascular development to properly erect them and 
basically can cause it could just fuck up your whole your whole dick you won't have as good of erections it's more important to have hard erections than to have a massive penis i know this is this huge insecurity for men um is penis size and you know what for like <laughs> the majority vast majority of men it's not something you should be worried about at all and well no one should be worried about it no no man should be worried about this because it's like you get you have what you have like own it you know what i mean you can learn to work with what you have um having a, a hard penis is more important and learning how to like touch a woman's body and use it use it in just the right way is more important you know so that's why i now teach in my course part of the program is the rock hard erection program which are exercises that develop uh, blood vessel growth in your penis for better erections that's more efficient and effective in my opinion so that's why Oh, here's another question. I have also heard in some texts that men can suck the vaginal juice through their penis inside their body. Have you experienced that? How can we achieve that? Yeah, I remember reading this, and I think I think uh, the Taoist Secrets of Love book talks about this, maybe some other ones. Um, I have no desire to do this. Well, I haven't been able to do it. I haven't really tried. I don't have a desire to do it. I mean, that sounds like a good recipe for an infection, sucking juices up into your body through your penis. So, yeah, I, I can't teach that because I don't really, I don't know how to do it. I don't want to do it. Wrong teacher for that. Ludi says, when practicing with masturbating, I can't seem to get the energy to spread to my body. I try to relax, breathe, and channel it, but it keeps building up in the in the penis area what should i do next well um it's not something that's gonna happen overnight probably this is why i have like a sequence i train you know my programs are structured in a certain way to where you 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 build foundations foundational kind of qualities in your body and your mind so you can achieve this and I would also, if you're not already, encourage you to have like a daily practice of, of like Qigong practice, for example. There's a reason why I start with Qigong. And it's why a huge piece of what I'm teaching because to get the sexual energy flow through your body, you've basically, here's the thing. Coming back to this, we have these sexual habits we created. When you've been programming your sexual energy to only ejaculate out your penis for 10 years or for however long, to get it to move in a different direction is going to take time. You have to build a new pathway. And the most, what I found the most effective way to do that is to work with Qigong practices where you're just working with like just your chi, just your regular non-sexual, non-aroused energy, just learning to move that through your body to start to open up, kind of like create a new pathway, like, you know, wearing a wearing a, a a hole in something through a rock or something like that and then once you do that you gain that familiarity with what that feels like and then you start to do that with the sexual energy and now all of a sudden oh now it's starting to move so this kind of sequence is like just your regular chi and then start moving your unaroused sexual energy experimenting with that and then start playing with that full-blown aroused sexual energy and this is something i get into depth in my programs like like you know the sex god courses is a major thing is how to get the sexual energy through your body. You learn how to basically turn your body into a sexual pump 
moving your pumping your sexual energy upwards. But uh, you know, keep practicing, add in the other practices, and just keep going for it. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't learn this stuff overnight. That's why it's kung fu. It takes practice. It takes discipline and, and consistency. Keep working with it. And it's possible that you are, it is, the energy is spreading through your body, but you aren't aware of it because you just don't have, you know, a lot of sensitivity to it yet. So what I would encourage you to do is like, notice, do like, okay, like you're stimulating, you're feeling like, okay, that's what it feels like in my genitals. And then you start kind of breathing, spreading it through your body. Notice if, if it feels like the genitals become a little less pressurized so to speak it's like does it feel like less sexual intensity just in the genitals do you start to feel more awareness of the rest of your body you still start to have like just subtle sensation initially it's just like more you just have more awareness and then eventually it can become like ooh, I'm feeling a little buzz here ooh. so it's like can you feel pleasure in your belly for example as your penis is being stimulated Okay, Rohan says, I meant while practicing for multiple male orgasms, the PC muscles twitch involuntarily at times, and when I ejaculate, it ends up dribbling out then shoot rather than shooting out as it used to before. Okay, so yeah. So you're using a method where you're like hitting the edge of ejaculating. Um, so this is the like genital-centered orgasm method, um, which isn't the main method I use, just to throw that out there. I'm using more of the like full body orgasm, the, the pathway, more of an energetic buildup into like whoa, just a wash of orgasm instead of this like kind of peak orgasm, which is mostly happening in the genitals. That's what this technique is, just to kind of clarify that for everyone. Um, so yeah, when you're getting right at the edge, it's it's normal to have this involuntary twitching of the pelvic floor muscles. It's actually the BC muscle, the bulba, bulba caca something I forget <laughs> which is the main perineum muscle that's usually what you're actually squeezing and what's what's spasming during uh orgasms so yeah i mean that's going to happen a lot when you're doing that type of practice the, the twitching as far as ejaculations dribbling rather than shooting that i mean it may just be like if you're approaching an ejaculation with completely relaxed uh it may that's what happens basically because the shooting comes from strong spasms of the pelvic floor which are pumping shooting 20 feet <laughs> hitting the neighbor's front door because you're outside naked no just hopefully you're not. um yeah so if you want to have more force for your ejaculations you could do kegel exercises that would improve that um and you could like create some pelvic floor tension, like squeeze your pelvic floor going into ejaculation and you will have stronger spasms probably. So if that's an interest of you, that's something you can focus on. So that's a case when, yeah, Kegels would help your goals. Okay, Spriam says, is it best 
is it best to practice Qigong before a shower or after a shower? After. Classically, they, classically they say don't take a shower, don't get in water like right after Qigong practice because it can kind of disperse the energy you've generated. You know, water has this cleansing effect. So practice after you take a shower rather than before. Nathan 1.9 says, will it work while on weed? Will what work while on weed? <laughs> will it work on weed? Flame says, YouTube's starting to really suck. I'm slowly migrating to Rumble, but there's a much content on there so far. Yeah, I mean, social media's fucked. It, it, this, is the, this is part of the plan. It's like, this stuff came out, you know, what, it's been a while now. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all this shit. And like, it was like exciting and awesome. And YouTube used to be really fucking cool. It was badass, like, even like 11 years ago. But now it's kind of like, you know, certain content is being favored. Um, it's just, it's just part of the, you know, it's social engineering. You could say it's mind control, but it's, you know, you have to, you have to be allowing it to ha to control your mind. But anyways, it's censorship, certain things. It's like Instagram had a really interesting thing where, cause they used to do like the hashtags, but now it's like categories. And so, and so what's going to boost your post, whatever is like being within a specific categories, but the categories are fucking limited. So it's almost like you can only talk about these things on social media. If, if not, you shouldn't be on here. And it's just like, it, 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 subtly you're seeing the like the totalitarian scheme rolling out with big tech and all this stuff it's 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 almost you know it's entertaining because it's i don't yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't need to go on this tangent right now but it is i mean it, it is though the it's the shaping of the human mind because most people spend hours and hours staring at their screens a day now, and that's where their perception of reality is coming from. It's like, okay, take TikTok, for example. I have only spent like a few minutes of my life on TikTok. It's just like, yeah. And just the garbage that it put on my feed, I was like, what? Like, who? who's watching this stuff? Why? How? But people are watching just complete garbage. Like, there was a a really, a very overweight woman just like eating like, 10 cheeseburgers. This is what got put. I'm like, what the fuck is like, what people are watching this shit. Um, but what's interesting is like in other countries, TikTok favors and puts in the feed, like intelligent things, like, like, like engineering things, things that like would make you would actually learn something and become smarter from it. But America was just, we're being dumbed down. You know what I mean? It's, it's interesting. All right. Coming back to sexual mastery. Coming back to... <laughs> Derek Jones says, fun side question with all your attention to this. Which underwear brand do you trust or prefer to place your manhood in? None. I don't wear underwear. I haven't worn underwear. I can't remember the last time I wore underwear. What's the point? 
I don't need another layer suffocating my balls. These boys need to breathe. Nothing's going to press them up against my body. So, yeah, none. <laughs> but if I was going to wear underwear, it'd be something light, something breathable. Definitely not like tight briefs. Like, you know, they need some breathing room in there. Organic material, some cotton, some hemp, organic. No um, polyester bullshit. Gil Herme, I might be pronouncing that wrong, says, have you ever thought about translating your courses into other languages? I have thought about it. I've had some requests from, yeah, different uh, people of different, you know, languages to translate. And I would I would be up for it, but I'm incapable myself. So if, you know, if, if anyone's like, I would translate this course for you, hit me up. Maybe we could work something out. Peter says, what if I can't afford the program Sex God? I mean, obviously, is this other options to register to this program? Um, a good starting point would be my Male Sexual Mastery course. It's on my website, Male Sexual Mastery. And it's, it's more of a starting point. Um, whereas, you know, Sex God, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a month. It's, it's a year-long program. It's, it's very, very in-depth. It's, it's, you know, it's like you go to university to learn a skill. You pay for the credits and everything. It's like this is university level education in being a sex god. And there's monthly payment plans. Like, here's the thing. And I know currency exchanges can be an issue and things like that. But for example, people in America, if you drive like, you could drive for Uber or something like that, a few extra hours a month, and that would like pay for the program. I've made, I've made, payment plans to make it affordable for everyone. So it's like, you know, there's ways. There's always ways. Okay, David says, Jonathan, I practice million dollar point technique. I pee in a cup to check every time I didn't ejaculate. Is it semen retention? Um, I mean, if uh, here's, okay, here's the thing with the million dollar point. This isn't something I practice. This isn't something I recommend. I know that this is a, because basically you're having a peak orgasm and you're either, either you're forcing your semen to stay in, um, or you're having retrograde ejaculation, which you're peeing in a cup to check that there's no semen floating around in there. So if you nailed it wrong or nailed it right, then yeah, technically your semen is still in your body, but here's the thing. It's causing the same peak orgasm response in your body your erection subsides, you have a refractory period. The same hormonal changes, releases a prolactin, potentially lowering your testosterone. So kind of from my perspective, it's not much different than just ejaculating. Like pretty much the same things happen. So that's why I don't stress this technique. I don't use it anymore. I haven't used it in a long time. And I just, you know, I prefer the internal methods where you're, you're redirecting the energy internally 
to full body orgasm state and not having this refractory period peak orgasm drop off. David says, I keep on having strong erections. I think this technique is good for beginners. Well, good. You know, and that's why I had, I did have this technique in multi-orgasmic man. Um, I've chosen no longer to, to teach it or stress it because there is like, I've, I've heard it's pretty rare, but some people can like do damage to themselves. Like I heard someone did it and was like, like peeing blood or something afterwards. They probably overdid it. Like just fucking in there. But, uh, in general, it's very forceful and a bit unnatural. So yeah, I personally don't recommend the practice anymore. Spreem says, how much of your course is inspired from the multi-orgasmic man? Is that book good to start with? Uh, inspired, certainly, in that that was you know the book that got me turned on to the idea of all this. But as far as practices, I don't really teach many practices that are in that book, except you could say testicle breathing, which is a core practice of sexual kung fu. Um, but everything else is quite different. Like that book is basically focusing on, it's not quite, it wasn't, it's not quite clear to, in that book because they're kind of talking about two different things. Like one being this Valley orgasm experience, but also one being like the hit the point of ejaculation and squeeze the pelvic floor muscle because it was another person writing the book taking Montauk Chia's practices. That's how most of Montauk Chia's, I mean, all of his books are someone else wrote them and he kind of gives them the practices. So it's kind of like two different things. It's not quite clear where it's going with that book. Um, and it's, it's all based on like PC, what was it? PC pushups to squeeze the PC muscle, get it so strong, which is a good recipe for premature ejaculation. It took me a lot of years to undo the, the damage I did to my butt. Well, months it took me months to undo the damage I did from that level of, of just squeezing the life out of the pelvic floor. So I use a completely different approach to, uh, the non-ejaculatory practices. Soul Flame says, I was told not wearing underwear will give you stretched ball sack skin. Not sure if that is the term. And that it leads to painful age, leads to painful balls at an older age. I mean, here's the thing. By design, we wouldn't be wearing anything. You know what I mean? The human body is pretty good. I don't think it needs to be fucked with too much. Um, yeah. And here's another thing. Like, it's kind of like the thing of like bras for women actually can cause breast seaward, you know, a certain growth in there. I have to be careful what you say on social media. Speaking of censorship, bras cause breast seaward for women because it causes a an unnatural constriction, which causes congestion and stagnance and things grow in there. Um, I, I, it's similar to the male pelvis. You wear underwear that like constricts your balls up against you. The balls are meant, they're designed the way they're designed for a reason. They're meant to hang off of the body because they need to regulate the temperature. The testicles need to be cooler than the rest of your body. So when you're shoving them up against the body, you're going against the design. Again, the body's intelligent. The design of the human body is quite intelligent. When you look at it, the organism as like a technology, it's, it's kind of mind-blowing. So don't fuck with it. You're going to have one of the main causes of um, low sperm count is 
constricting the balls up against the body. They get too hot, it kills the sperm. Testosterone levels drop. It actually constricts blood circulation there as well. So, yeah. That's why I haven't worn underwear in like over 10 years. Like I said, I can't remember the last time I wore underwear. David says, brother, I also purchased your old Multigasic Man course. Now the new course is coming out. What's different? Okay. And uh, I think there's another question somewhere. Yeah, so the, basically the difference between Multigasic Man and the new course, I created this overall as an intention to be almost like, oh, originally I, I wanted to remake Multigasic Man because I recorded most of it like four years ago. And like if it's just an older version of myself and the practice is great. It's a, it's a fantastic course. There's a reason why, you know, haven't changed it too much in the past four years, added many updates to it. But I, I realized instead of kind of recreating the course, I wanted to create a brand new course, which is basically like coming here's, here's, here's the first thing. Okay. Well, okay, okay. I'll keep going with where I was going. Basically my intention with sex. God was if I was relearning all the stuff now, right now, what would be the most important things? And also I wanted it to be a bit more concise and inter integrated because Multigasic Man, um, I packed a shitload in that course. There were like some of the weeks there's like three or four new practices you're learning. And you know, that's just, that's how I roll. That's how I learned. It was like 150%, but I just, you know, bit a lot of like feedback from people going through it. I thought it would be better to, that's why I created it as a 12 month course. Sex God is a 12 month course. I want it to be super integratable. And it's also like an aspect of choose your own difficulty level, so to speak to it. What do I mean by this? The core of the course is uh, weekly trainings, three weeks out of the month. So the first week, there's a new training, go through it. Second week, there's a new training. Third week, there's a new training. Fourth week is an integration week. Nothing new. So basically, there's three new lessons per month to integrate. But, but like deep, not like five-minute like, well, just try to think positively. No, this is like the deep stuff I'm teaching in this course. Um, so there's that's like the, the core of it. And I'm recommending a minimum of 20 minutes of practice three times a week, and you will, you will progress. But there's also in the course a daily practice section. It's, like, it's kind of like a bonus section, which has just basically cultivation practices, energy cultivation practices, which really improve your progress with the sexual practices. And that's why we're talking about make this, you know, choose your own difficulty level. Those more advanced, those who want to practice every day will add in the practices from the daily practice section, learning new, I'm, I'm throwing up some new Qigong practices, some really just badass stuff in there, lots of stuff. And so it's an in-depth library of practices, basically, but also there's a just a very concise 12-month program. So it's just it's beyond multi-orgasm, man. It's it's there will be some a bit of overlap, but for example, some of the practices like six healing sounds and inner smile are in sex god, but they're integrated at a much, much deeper level. And there's and what what is missing in multi-orgasm man that I really want em emphasizing in sex god is a lot more mindset stuff, a lot more, especially around like masculinity developing your masculine presence, overcoming people pleasing habits, being able to like express yourself, own your voice and stop like stifling yourself. Like, you know, if, if you find it con constantly like judging yourself and wondering what other people think about you, you're living in a prison. And this used to be me, personality restrictions, caring what other people think about you. So a lot of work of like liberating this because to become a sex God, 
you have to be able to express yourself. You have to unleash your primal masculine authentic, just like, yeah, this is, this is what I want. This is what I'm doing. Here it is. That's how you create the sex that you want. You know what I mean? Within consent, of course. And when you're embarrassed and like stifled about expressing your desires and like, you know, well, okay, maybe I'll just, if I give you a back massage, you'll like want to have sex with me. And then we just kind of have sex. Okay. That's like, it's just different. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, sex God is just, it's the next evolution in sexual Kung Fu. If you've taken multi-orgasmic man, you will love the sex God course. It's even more practical, more integratable, but also deeper in a lot of ways as well. So it's just, it's just a new level. And, um, it's, it's basically, uh, more or less replacing multi-orgasmic man. Although there's, depending on the option, when you sign up for sex, God, you will, you can receive multi-orgasmic man with it as well. Okay, so Amir Omar here says, is it okay to put aftershave on your balls after shaving? What do you suggest to keep clean? Well, depends on the aftershave. A lot of aftershave is full of chemicals that are endocrine disruptors, which will lower your hormone levels. Anything you're putting on your skin, you're basically eating. So like, you know, we trust that, kind of blind trust that, oh, companies wouldn't put things in my body that would harm me, would they? Well, fucking the health and beauty department of the store is has like the most toxic products for you. So if it's like a natural, completely natural organic product of aftershave, sure, put that on your balls. But, you know, you can also just put on like coconut oil or something and it'll be solid. And what do you suggest to keep clean? You know, take a shower, wash, <laughs> use, again, natural organic soaps. Mao, Mao, Mao from Germany. What's up? Okay, Spriam says, any book you would like to recommend in place of the multi-orgasmic man? I have not seen any books that are updated on this because every I've 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 read quite a few of the like male multiple orgasm books, and they're all just basically reprints of that. They're regurgitations of the exact same thing. The squeeze the pelvic floor muscle, uh, go to a 9.5 on the arousal scale, stop, squeeze the pelvic floor muscle. It's the same shit over and over and over again. Everyone's so like I haven't seen anything different, but you know what? I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book. It's in progress. It may be a while till it comes out. It's a hell of a project, but it's going to get out there someday. And it's going to finally be some updated information on like male pelvic floor, um, uh, sexual techniques updated. Yeah. Non squeeze and hold PC muscle um, practices that have been regurgitated a million times. Okay. Okay, Gil, Gil Hermes says, what is your what is your speed in bed? It's an ideal speed. Okay, precisely 75 thrusts per minute. <laughs> um, it varies. It's like here's the here's the thing. You want to vary it. it. It's it's I don't think there's one one specific ideal speed. You want to vary it. Like sometimes, you know, start really slow, get it going, and then naturally, you know, create a rhythm as your as your part as you kind of read your partner and as you feel what you feel, but you don't want to just jackhammer the whole time. 
it just becomes, it just creates numbness. It overstimulates your nerves. So variety is good. I think variety is more important than like, you know, like sometimes I want to like go to town and 155 BPM and sometimes, you know, take it slow, but it's, it's uh, vary it, vary the speed. I don't think there's any single ideal speed. It's always different for me. Phil Brad says, please give us some examples on how to distract ourselves before coming. Well, I don't think you should distract yourself because then your presence isn't there. You want to enjoy sex, not like be somewhere else. And it's like, what's the point? Uh, it's about, but it's, it's about engaging your mind so that you don't just focus on the genitals because where the mind goes, your energy flows. When you're focusing on the genitals, more energy is flowing into there. You build up to ejaculation more intensively. So basically feel, put your mind in the rest of your body, focusing on your breath, focusing on relaxing your pelvic floor, focus on, um, just feel like feeling what is what does my back of my body feel like? What does my face feel like? Oh, if I uh, rub my chest or have my partner rub my chest, what does that feel like? So you're just bringing more awareness to other things than just what's happening in your penis. And it starts to spread your arousal. Think of, you know, breathing deeply, ah, releasing all tension. So what? So it's not that you're distracting yourself. You're just bringing more presence and not just hyper-focused on what's happening in the penis, basically. Jay says, so are the techniques in multi-orgasmic man not very useful? No, I never said that. And that's not the case at all. It's it's not, um, they're all very useful. And I'm, I'm teaching a lot of them in sex God, just in updated ways. Again, something I forgot to mention is just that my practice is constantly evolving. And what I'm, even what I'm practicing right now is going to be different than what I'm practicing in a year. And that's how it should be. It's like nature is always evolving. It's always changing. That's how my practice, I'm always learning new things. I'm always experimenting and changing. It's always going to be transforming. What I'm teaching five years from now is going to be different than what I'm touching in this course. So each training with me is like a snapshot of just like where I'm at right now, my progress and like the biggest breakthroughs I've had, you know? So it's, just, it's always going to be different, but no, multi-orgasm, man, it's, it's, it's still like one of the, you know, I, I've, I've seen a lot of trainings. I've taken many, many courses and studied with many different systems, many teachers and stuff. And multi-orgasm man is, has the best, the best word I've ever seen in sexual practice. It's the best, but, but like I said, something I lacked, something I feel multi-orgasm man lacked is like basically how to a lot more of the mindset work, like how to be, um, how to be a masculine man in a relationship, how to hold strong clarity in the relationship. You know what? Because I just didn't understand that as strongly, uh, four years ago. I was really good at sex. I was really good at ejaculation control and like having non-ejaculatory orgasms, but it came to my awareness that um, I had a bit more work to do like in connecting with my partner and creating polarity. And that, that's that been a huge thing I've added into this course is more more like partner work. So it's just, it's just deeper. It's just deeper. Multigasm Man is great. It's phenomenal. That's why I'm, I'm pairing it with the Sex God course and certain offers, but it's, um, yeah, it's just the newest, newest to the new. duck out to get my uh my charger i'll plug my macbook in streaming on battery power all right guys just a couple more questions 
KFK Rafid says, how long to feel the Dantian activation? It depends. I'm not sure like what methods you're using, et cetera, but um, Dantian practice, which I've added some pretty, some brand new Dantian techniques into, into sex God, which will be in the daily practice section in there. Um, it depends. It's uh, ideally you should be feeling something within at least two or three months, no longer than that. And if not, it's probably just like you, you have too much mental tension, too much kind of distraction, you need to settle down more. But a lot of people with a background in, in energetic practices, even like yoga, start to feel the Dantian pretty quickly. David says, one tip to Brother Jonathan, ashwagandha, shilajit, old Indian medicines to boost masculinity. You can do lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ashwagandha and shilajit are great. Those are some of my go-to supplements. Um, I take ashwagandha almost every day and shilajit I cycle. Yeah, those are great for sure. KFK Rafid says, after Dantian activation, then can I feel microcosmic orbit? Well, I wouldn't say it's so much like you just activate your Dantian and, and suddenly it's on. It's more of a process of building the Dantian. What you're doing is, I, I do use the, the word activating the Dantian because, I mean, there's an aspect of that for sure, but it's more so that you're building the field of the Dantian. What you're really doing is, it's like filling up a bucket. Um, filling up a bucket that's a container. So it starts to fill up with chi. And the more you're filling it up, the more it's becoming pressurized and compressed and dense. So you're, you're, you're consolidating your chi, you're thickening it, compressing it and building it. And then when you start running your orbit, it becomes more and more tangible. So it's a process. It's not like, okay, day five, it's activated. Boom. That's it. Now microcosmic orbits unlocked. It's a process. The microcosmic orbit's a process. You can work with it from the very beginning, be circulating energy through it, but it's as your chi refines, as you build more chi and compress it more and more in your system, the orbit becomes more and more tangible to where, you know, mine feels like a stream, like electrical hydraulic stream when I run it. So it's just, it's a process. But yeah, the Dantian work makes that much more effective. All right, guys, thanks for joining. I'm going to jump off. Have a great weekend. Again, this, the new Sex God course registration is open until tomorrow night, midnight Eastern time. And yeah, I will see you guys next time. Have a good weekend.